You're listening to The South Stands, a Buckeye football podcast by Ohio State fans for Ohio State fans on Apple Podcasts, YouTube, Spotify, and SoundCloud. Welcome back to The South Stands, a Buckeye football podcast by Ohio State fans for Ohio State fans from the West Coast. I'm your host, Zach Moore. Today is Saturday, July 22nd, 2023. We are now less than two weeks away from the start of fall camp on August 3rd, and only six weeks away from the season opener in Bloomington on September 2nd. I'm going to be there. I'm very excited. I also just secured a couple of tickets to the Notre Dame game in South Bend on September 23rd. My good buddy and fellow South Stands contributor Paige Van Horn will be headed there with me. Now, I'm not sure I ever saw myself making two trips from the West Coast to the state of Indiana inside of a month, but I'm pretty pumped about both visits to the Hoosier State to watch my Buckeyes. So I'm back with you today for a few minutes because I want to talk a little bit more about the Ohio State defense. I know I just can't leave it alone, but this is an area where as a fan, I will continue to be laser focused for the remainder of the offseason and at least through November 25th. Because I firmly believe significant improvement on that side of the ball is absolutely critical. It's imperative if the Buckeyes expect to win the Big Ten and reach the playoff again this season. Now, what I'm hoping to accomplish with this podcast today is to set a statistical baseline for success in 2023 by looking back at the production of Buckeye defenses of the recent past. So, I'm not going to use Ohio State's peers from other conferences like Georgia, Alabama, or Clemson as a benchmark. And I'm not going to reach back into different eras of college football when, quite frankly, it was a different game. You know, like the early Trestle years when Ohio State was winning football games 13 to 7, 10 to 6, 14 to 9. That was a very different time. By the way, those are actual scores from the 2002 season. (laughs) It's, It's remarkable that Ohio State, even back then, was able to win games 13-7, 10-6, and 14-9 on their way to a national championship. And and actually, two of those games were against Michigan and Penn State. They beat Penn State 13-7 that year and Michigan 14-9. And then that other score set 10-6 was the Holy Buckeye win uh, at Purdue that season. Anyway, I digress. Now, the only real fair way, in my opinion, to set a baseline for success is to use the program's own historical defensive production from the modern era. And the modern era being the start of the Urban Meyer regime in 2012 through last season, which was Ryan Day's fourth as head coach. Now, I'm not going to count any numbers from the 2020 season when Ohio State only played five regular season games and players were in and out of the lineup because of COVID. I'm going to use the 10 full seasons of competition from 2012 to 2022. That's going to be the data that I'll be using And I looked at the production of the Ohio State defense from those seasons through the lens of 10 different statistics, total defense, defensive yards per play, rush defense, pass defense, scoring defense, opponent scrimmage plays of 40 plus yards, opponent scrimmage plays of 50 plus yards, sacks, tackles for loss, and finally takeaways. So obviously a fair warning here, uh, and I'm going to try not to hit you over the head with too many of them, but this is going to be a stat-heavy podcast. (laughs) And if stats aren't your bag, you might want to stop listening right now. So let's set a baseline here. 
let's look at what the Buckeye defense averaged in those 10 stats that I just mentioned during the Meyer and Day eras. Total defense, 334 yards per game. Defensive yards per play, 4.9. Rush defense, 123 yards per game. Pass defense, 211 yards per game. Scoring defense, 20 points per game. Opponent scrimmage plays of 40 plus yards, 12. Opponent scrimmage plays of 50 plus yards, 8. Sacks, 39 per season. Tackles for loss, 94 per season. Takeaways, 24 per season. Those numbers I just mentioned represent what I think we can consider an average Ohio State defense in the modern era. They don't represent defense played at the program's highest level. They don't represent defense played at the program's lowest level. They're merely average. Now, if we look at what Jim Knowles' defense did last season compared to those averages, Ohio State was well below average in five different of those statistics. Opponent scrimmage plays of 40 plus yards, opponent scrimmage plays of 50 plus yards, sacks, tackles for loss, and takeaways. And the Buckeyes in 2022 allowed 18 opponent scrimmage plays of 40 plus yards. That's six above the average of 12. And for those who might be a little confused, you don't want to be on the plus side of this particular statistic. Now, that's a bad thing. The Buckeyes allowed 11 opponent scrimmage plays of 50 plus yards in 2022. That's three more than the program average during the Meyer and Day regimes. Ohio State only registered 34 sacks last season. That's five below average. And, and by the way, that was the program's third lowest sack total since 2012. Also in 2022, Jim Knowles' defense only registered 86 tackles for loss. That's eight fewer than the program's average in the modern era. Finally, last season's total of 18 takeaways was well below the program average of 24, and it was the lowest total of takeaways during the modern era. In fact, the website that I use doesn't even go back far enough to show me an Ohio State season where they had fewer than 18 takeaways. My guess is, is we'd have to look somewhere in the Jim Trestle or maybe even the John Cooper era to find a defense that turned in fewer than 18 takeaways in a season. Now, last season, Jim Knowles' defense was also below average, though only slightly in defensive yards per play and scoring defense. Last season, the defense allowed 5.18 yards per play, which is higher than the program's average of 4.9 yards since uh, 2012. And again, this is another stat where you don't want to be on the plus side. Um, and last season's defense allowed 21 points per game. That's one point more than the modern era average of 20 points per game. All right, so let's pause there. Of the 10 defensive stats I just looked at, last year's defense was below average in seven of them. And of the three stats where the 2022 defense finished above average, that's total defense, rush defense, and pass defense, it was only marginally above average. Last year, Ohio State allowed 321 yards per game. That's only 13 yards better than the program average of 334 during the Meyer and Day regimes. And the 2022 defense allowed 121 yards rushing per game, which was only two yards more than the program average of 123. Finally, last year's defense allowed 200 yards passing per game, and that's only 11 yards better than the program average of 211. So I think it's fair to say that on the whole, last year's defense was below average by Ohio State standards in the modern era. 
And that's what the numbers tell us. That's not my opinion. That is cold, objective, unfeeling, unembellished data. Now, I don't want to continue to bang on last year's defense. I'm Even I'm getting a little sick of hearing myself criticize Jim Knowles. You know, what I want to do now, using the program's own historical production, is set a benchmark, a goal for the 2023 defense. And to be totally honest, I mean, look, there is some work to do here, especially when it comes to mitigating explosive plays. But that's what our eyes told us at the end of last season. That's what the numbers are telling us now. I said it on our last pod, only Greg Schiano's 2018 defense was worse at allowing explosive plays than Jim Knowles' defense last year. And splash plays are another critical area where this year's defense has to be vastly improved over last. Just as a reminder, splash plays are turnovers, quarterback sacks, and tackles for loss. Now, last year's 18 takeaways, as I mentioned, were the lowest total of the Meyer and Day eras. And last year's sack total of 34 was the program's third lowest total since 2012. I've already mentioned that. Finally, last season's total of 86 tackles for loss isn't anywhere close to what the best Ohio State defenses of the modern era produced. For example, the 2014 defense registered 110 tackles for loss that season. And the untouchable 2019 defense had 124 tackles for loss. I mean, that defense was might very well have been the best defense of all time. And actually, that's a benchmark I'm not going to use for the 2023 defense. I just don't think that would be fair. But I do think, look, this is where it gets, it starts to get a little daunting when you start comparing where the defense has been the last couple of seasons against the defenses that were actually very good in the modern era. The contrast is actually pretty stark. But I'm optimistic that all the raw materials are there for Ohio State to level up in 2023 and look much more like the better defenses that we've seen in the modern era. I absolutely think it can be done. I also think it has to be done. Because Ohio State is facing a much tougher schedule in 2023 that will feature much better quarterback play than what they saw a year ago. They're going to see Western Kentucky's Austin Reed, Notre Dame's Sam Hartman, and Wisconsin's Tanner Mordecai, who finished number two, number seven, and number 11 in passing last season. And we know the Buckeyes will have to contend with talented quarterbacks in Penn State's Drew Aller and Michigan's J.J. McCarthy, along with formidable running attacks uh, in their two most important games this season. So, uh, you know, very stiff tests for the defense on the horizon here in 2023. So that brings me to the benchmark that I want to use for the 2023 defense. I'm just putting this out there as a goal. This is aspirational. I want to see defensive stats in 2023 that approximate, if not exceed, what the 2017 Ohio State unit did for Urban Meyer. And let me go through those numbers. The 2017 defense, in total defense, they were 321 yards per game. Defensive yards per play, 4.44. Rush defense, 106 yards per game. Pass defense, 196 yards per game. Scoring defense, 19 points per game. Opponent scrimmage plays of 40 plus yards, only five. Opponent scrimmage plays of 50 plus yards, they only gave up three that year. The 2017 Defense registered 45 sacks, 114 tackles for loss, and produced 24 takeaways. So to equal what the 2017 defense was, the 2023 Buckeyes will have to do the following. 
They'll need to knock 20 yards off their per game average in total defense from 2022. They'll need to knock three quarters of a yard off their defensive yards per play. They'll need to knock 16 yards per game off their rush defense. They'll need to make a 72% improvement in opponent scrimmage plays of 40 plus yards. I mean, last year's defense allowed 18 of those. That's just ridiculous. In 2017, it was only five. And in 2023, they'll need to register 11 more sacks, 28 more tackles for loss, and create six more turnovers than the 2022 defense. I know that seems like a lot, but I don't think those improvements are unattainable for 2023. I mean, I think the 2017 and 2023 rosters are very comparable in defensive talent. Believe it or not, JT Tuimolo'o and Jack Sawyer were actually higher rated players than Nick Bosa. And Mike Hall Jr. was a much higher rated player than both Sam Hubbard and Tyquan Lewis. I would also take the 2023 linebackers over the 2017 group. I mean, Tommy Eichenberg is clearly the best linebacker between those two units. And I think I'd even take Steel Chambers over any of the 2017 linebackers as well. Now, I know some fans would say Jerome Jerome Baker was the better linebacker between the two. And I know he's gone on to have a very good NFL career, but Baker only had a so-so 2017 season. He wasn't nearly as good as as he was in 2016. So I'm definitely taking Tommy Eichenberg and probably even Steel Chambers over Baker. Um, Now, I'd give a a slight edge in overall talent to the 2017 secondary. Uh, Denzel Ward was clearly the best player between, you know, the 2017 and 2023 units, I think. Uh, The 2017 secondary also had a young Jordan Fuller and a very productive veteran in Damon Webb at safety. But look, after Denzel Ward, I think the 2023 secondary, especially with the elevation of Sonny Styles, compares pretty favorably to 2017. Now, they're just going to need to go out you know, on the field this season and, and show it. But I'm pretty optimistic that they will. All right. So if you're still awake, <laughs> I think we've accomplished a lot here today. We've set what I think is an appropriate baseline for defensive production using Ohio State's own historical numbers in the modern era. We've established where last year's defense finished relative to those numbers, which was unfortunately largely below average. And finally, we set what I think are realistic, attainable, statistical goals for the 2023 defense. Look, if this year's defense can approximate what the 2017 defense was, the 2023 Buckeyes are going to win the Big Ten, they're going to make the playoff, and they're going to have a great shot at winning the national championship. Mark those words. Okay, that's going to do it for me. Look for another pod from us sometime after fall camp starts on August 3rd. Until then, thanks so much for listening and go Bucks. You've been listening to the South Stands, a Buckeye football podcast. You can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, and visit our website at southstandsosu.com.